<laughs> ah, ah, yes. Beautiful morning, peeps. How y'all doing? It's Tony Baker for another session of that verbal cardio. How y'all doing, man? It's the first of the month, man. So cash your checks on the month. It's the first of the month. So cash your checks on the month. Is that what they say? Like cash your checks on the month? Like what, what does that even mean? It's the first of the month. So cash your checks on the month. I ain't even trying. I ain't even trying to sing like they do. I'm keeping it deep. <laughs> it's the first of the month. So cash your checks on the month. Bone thugs and harmony, man. I remember when they first came out. I hated it. I hated the sound. I hated thuggish ruggish bone. I hated it, man. Everybody was loving it. I was like, nah, man, I'm not feeling it, man. I'm not feeling the whole sound. And then when I heard, for the love of my name, I was like, well, all right, you know, for the love of money, it's not too bad. You know, for the love of my name, I was like, but then when the crossroads came, no, 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 it was first of the month after that. And I was like, all right, we cashing your checks on the month. It's kind of fun, you know. But still, I'm not really. Then when the crossroads came, I was like, all right, then. All right, fine. Come on in, Bone. I accept you in my heart. God damn it, Uncle Charles. Uncle Charles, y'all. Damn it. Damn it, man. Hey, man, it's, the, it's, a, it's a beautiful morning, man. I'm up here in the morning, man. Sharing the morning with y'all, you know. I could be I could be in here, you know, right here. No draws on talking to y'all right now. <laughs> and y'all would never know. Or even weirder. You know, I'm just I'm, I could be in here with panties on. And y'all would be none the wiser. <laughs> uh, yeah. None the wiser, guys. What none the wiser? What these phrases, man, like who who put these together? Who put these together? And you'll be none the wiser. <laughs> I got my water. Mm. I got USA Today posted up. USA Today is like my my favorite um, newspaper, man. So I'm, I'm just looking at some of the you know some of the headlines here. They doing fact checks on Trump's apparent David Duke amnesia. So he act Donald Trump act. Is acting like, oh, I don't know anything about David Duke, white supremacist. Uh, what, what do you mean? Man, come on, Donald, you dumbass. You know what's cooking. You know you know what's up with Donald. I mean, David Duke, you know what it is. Come on, man. Hope they dig up them facts, man. You know, Rubio, Cruz, and others hope for Super Tuesday survival. What's Super Tuesday today, guys? Um... Stacy Dash reads mean tweets after her awkward Oscar cameo. She was awkward, man. I didn't even get it. Um, what else they got up in here? Zuckerberg climbs Forbes billionaires list. Good for Zuckerberg out here bred it up, thinking he better than us out here. Black students ejected from Trump rally in Georgia. Big surprise. Um... Okay, so Stephen King confirms Idris Elba, Matthew McConaughey in Dark Tower. Oh man, okay, Dark Tower, man, that's one of his uh, 
one of his books. And, and those are the lead, man. That's a quality lineup. Matthew McConaughey been on a roll, and so is Idris, man. So, bam, let's get it cracking. Also, uh, Stephen King has a show called, uh, like, 112663, I believe. I think that's the name of the show. It's got James Franco in it, and he uh, it's a Hulu original. And they about three, I think the third episode aired last night, and it's about James Franco. I don't even know if I told y'all this already, but... Uh, he goes to this diner and the owner of the diner, there's like a time portal in his closet in the diner. So he goes in there. You keep going forward. You go back to 1960. So and then you can come back in. You can come back in the doorway and then you, you're back. And it's like you only gone two minutes. No matter how long, no matter how long you stay over there, it's like two minutes in the present that passed. So, um, James Franco goes in there because he was like, because the dude at the diner had these good ass burgers, man, but he was getting the meat from the 60s and bringing it up here. That's why he was selling the burgers for cheap. And they're like, man, how are you selling these burgers for so cheap? Man, he was getting that 1960s meat. And like the food was better back then. So it was like, yo, so James Franco decides to go on a little mission to prevent the assassination of JFK. But to do it, you have to, you know, it's not till 1963, I believe, that he's assassinated. So he has to stay back in time all that time. Like, you know, because if he comes back and then goes back again, you start over from that same moment in 1960. It's like Groundhog Day right there if you keep going back and forth. So you got to stay in the actual three years, but it only be two minutes here, like you, you be gone for two minutes. Be like, man, I was in there for three years. You know, it's a it's a cool little show so far, man. Uh, I like time travel stuff. I like James Franco, and this it's based on the Stephen King uh, book. I like Stephen King joints. Anyway, what's your favorite? Like, like when you think about let's let's do that. Let's go through like Stephen King joints that 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 they made into movies, man. Like, uh, I. First of all, it ripped my soul in half. Let, let's let's just put that out there. It ruined my soul, man. Like it was like I couldn't handle it, man. It was like Pennywise was terrifying, and you know I was young when that came out, and I was like, man, I remember because my older brother and my mom uh, read Stephen King books. Like I would see the books all around the house, and you know I was a kid that was scared of movies like movies scared the shit out of me a young boy from the south side of chicago living in real danger i'm scared of these movies man i'll never forget one time uh my older brothers were talking about nightmare on elm street i was little never heard of it and uh, i just i just rolled up on a conversation in mid convo and i was just like yeah blah, blah. you know playing behind the couch with my uh, gi joes as i often did and I hear them talking, they're like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's this dude, you know, Freddy Krueger. He, uh, oh, his name Freddy Krueger? Yeah, Freddy Krueger. And, uh, like, when you go to sleep, he shows up in your dreams. And, like, you know, he was he was killing these kids, man. He killed these kids. 
And my my other brother's like, oh, for real? Yeah, man, for real. Yeah. And I'm behind the couch in tears, nigga, because I think this is real. Like, I didn't I didn't hear the it was a movie part. I came in like, it's this dude, Freddy Krueger out here. He's killing kids in their sleep. And I'm like, I can't. Like, what are you? They was like, what are you crying for back in? Freddy Krueger to give me. I'm never sleeping. It's a movie, boy. I never knew. Man, I was, man, I was terrified. I, I missed the beginning of that, man. Forgive me for my softness, but I, I never knew it was a movie, man. Come on. That shit was terrifying to my young soul. So, uh,. You know, but that wasn't even a Stephen King book. But anyway, they had Stephen King books all over the house. Christine, which was, they made into a movie, which I saw. They had uh, It was laying around, The Stand, all these Stephen King joints. And even even the Stephen King books he had under uh, a pseudonym or whatever it is when the author uses like a, uh, a fake name. And uh, Stephen King had a couple books like that. And they had those books, too. But let's talk about let's talk about the movies that that were Stephen King books, uh, you know, first. Carrie. Carrie, man. Carrie was hard hitting, man. 1976 it came out. Carrie was hard hitting. Carrie might have been the uh Carrie might have been the first Stephen King book put to put to movie use. Uh yeah, I think I think Carrie was the first one, man. Yeah, yeah, Carrie was a trip, man. Carrie got her revenge. She went in on that revenge, man. Her mom was tripping. They're all going to laugh at you. Moms was crazy, man. But Carrie got that damn revenge, man. The Shining. Let me tell you something, man. It's funny, man. It and The Shining are probably some of the creepiest movies I've ever seen in my life, both under Stephen King's watch. And like, yo, man, The Shining... It's probably the scariest movie I've ever seen. Like, it, it just creeped me out so bad. And it's not even like when you think of other movies, there's other movies that's more gory, just more, you know, killing. Like, Freddy Krueger's body count is killing The Shining. But, man, the creepiness of The Shining, man, oh, God, that movie ruined my life. I was scared of Jack Nicholson for so long, man. So long. I couldn't look at him until Batman. I was. That movie tore my soul in half. The twins at the end of the hallway, the um, the creepy hotel room. Oh man, the whole mood and atmosphere. This big ass hotel in Colorado. They snowed in. You know, the kid is talking to this black dude telepathically. It's like, yo, what the fuck is going on? This whole hotel is haunted. And then he 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 goes crazy and tries to kill his family. Movie tore me in half, man. Movie movie ruined my life. Stand by me, another Stephen King joint. Did you know that? Did you know it was a Stephen based on the Stephen King short called The Body? And uh, Stand by Me, I watched that movie so many times, man. River Phoenix, Will Wheaton, uh, Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman was my guy growing up, man. Corey Feldman, anything he did, I watched, man. Like uh, The Lost Boys, License to Drive. Him and Corey Hayne was my dudes, man. Yo, the same by me was dope. The chubby kid that got skinny, uh, Jerry O'Connell or O'Donnell, O'Donnell, whatever. He ended up marrying um, 
Rebecca Remain Stamos or Rebecca Remain ended up together. Um, stand by me, man. That that scene where they running from the train, man, I was on the edge of my train track, man. <laughs> See what I did there, guys? No, nobody too soon. Let me take a swig of this. Mm. Oh man. Alright, so all Stephen King, this movie called Maximum Overdrive came out in the 80s where the machines was trying to kill everybody, man. That shit was, you know, the critics hated it, but, you know, it was entertaining to me as a kid. Uh, Creep Show. Silver Bullet. Silver Bullet, man. A little werewolf joint. Corey Haim was in this joint, man. Silver Bullet was good, man. I like that joint. I like that little reverend. <laughs> reverend showed up with a patch on his eye because he got... Cause he got shot in the eye as a werewolf trying to <laughs> like nobody's going to notice the Reverend got a patch on his eye now. Come on, man. Misery, man. Protect your ankles, man. Misery, man. Kathy Bates killed that movie, man. Sleepwalkers. That was forgettable. Um, thinner. Thinner. About that fat dude that got a curse put on him. And then he was just getting skinnier and skinnier and wasted away and died. Cat's eye. Whole bunch of different short stories. My favorite story was when the cat fought that little uh that little uh little goblin thing that was trying to kill a little girl. The cat saved her life. Finally, cats get some love, man. People be hating on cats, man. That cat saved a little girl's life, man. Come on. Uh something called the good marriage in 2014. Uh, I never heard of that. Pet Cemetery. How creepy was that movie? That cat, speaking of cats, man, that cat church, that cat came back from the grave and that little weird little kid, that little, that little toddler, little scary toddler, man, with his little overalls on, that little baby was scary as hell, man. Babies be creepy in movies. Like kids, they always use kids to scare the shit out of you because kids are creepy. All right. Creep Show 2. I remember Creep Show 2. Creep Show 1 and Creep Show 2. Creep Show 1. The the story that sticks out to me the most is the dude. He uh he just hated. He was a clean freak, man, and he hated like filth and like roaches. So he he kept battling. He didn't want no roaches in his crib. All of a sudden, he just got overran with roaches. He was a mean old weird dude. He got overran with roaches so bad they was just all over the place. It was disgusting. And then at the end of the joint, you just see him there laying there dead. All the roaches are gone. Now, all of a sudden, all the roaches come out of him. It was disgusting. Uh, Creepshow 2 had the, the, the joint where this lady did a hit and run on this homeless dude. He's like, thanks for the ride, lady. And then, <laughs> and then he kept showing back up all throughout, you know, everywhere. He was like, thanks for the ride, lady. Oh, my God. Thanks for the ride, lady. He, she couldn't shake him. He was like, thanks for the ride, lady. The whole, the whole short was him. Thanks for the ride, lady. And then that other short in Creepshow 2, the, the scary one was, it was like this weird mass in this little lake that they were swimming at. It, was like a, it looked like a whole bunch of tar just floating through the water. And uh, that shit was eating people. Like they, somebody was swimming, that shit. Oh, it was like ugly deaths too. And they was like on this wooden plank and they thought they was all good. And even if it got you through the crack of the wooden plank, it could pull your ass through the crack. Yo, that that was creepy as hell. Um, you got Stephen King's The Stand. That was made for TV. Secret Window with Johnny Depp. That was forgettable. 
the movie 1408, I remember they did that with uh, John Cusack and Sam Jackson. My boy pumped that, that movie up. And so when I watched it, I was like, eh. My boy Sam, shout out to Sam. He had pumped that movie up. And I was like, eh. Christine with the killer car. The car is just killing people, man. That movie was wild as hell. That came out in the 80s. Something called Big Driver, I've never heard of. The Dead Zone. Uh, they made that into a TV series on um, on USA, I think. But the movie had Christopher Walken in it. I don't think I've ever seen that, though. Uh, the Rage Carried 2. I don't think Stephen King really had anything to do on that. Cujo. Got that crazy-ass dog. Uh, Dolores Claiborne with uh, Kathy Bates again. Uh, I remember watching it, but nothing really sticks out. Um Something called Desperation in 2006. Children of the Corn. Mm, y'all remember that? Dreamcatcher. Uh, critics didn't like that one. Uh, it was all over the place with me. Salem's Lot. Okay. Uh, Firestarter with Drew Barrymore. She was, she was a kid then, man. She can control fire. That shit was cool, man. Quicksilver Highway. Dang, Stephen King is deep in this. Um... Something called Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. I guess he had a story on there. Riding the Bullet, uh, Graveyard Shift, The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger based on one of his shorts. Sometimes They Come Back, uh, Apt Pupil, Pet Cemetery 2. I don't even remember them making it. Needful Things. I kind of remember that movie. Hearts in Atlantis. Sometimes They Come Back too. Cell. Okay, now we're getting, what is this? The Lawnmower Man. I remember that movie. Yo, man, this dude, Stephen King, is prolific, man. Um, So let's let's get to the meat of it, though. Like, uh, so Misery's one of his better ones. Carrie, you know, Silver Bullet. The Green Mile. How good was that shit? The Green Mile was good as hell, man. It's it's emotionally though, it's draining, man. Cause I that movie tore me in half, man. It was good though, man. Like, but I I, I cried though. I ain't even gonna lie. That movie folded me under. That movie folded me up and put me in the sock drawer for real. The Green Mile, the The Mist, yo. The Mist came out in two thousand seven. That movie was good, man. That movie was good. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen, you know, because I wasn't familiar with the books. I was like, yo, I was invested the whole time. And uh, the ending, though, that end, that's one of the coldest endings I've ever seen in a movie, man. That ending was so cool. I'm not going to give it away, but if you watch The Mist, yo, that ending is going to punch you in the nostril, man. Straight up and down. Straight up and down, that ending, man. And uh, last but not least, guys, Shawshank Redemption. One of the best movies ever made, in my opinion. Shawshank Redemption. That's all Stephen King, man. Dog, man. Prolific, man. Do what you want to do in life, man. Stephen King been writing books for decades, man. Do what you want to do in life, man. Oh, man. Shout out to Stephen King, man. Thanks for the entertainment all these years. Stephen King, born in 1947. He's only 68 years old, man. Let's go, Stephen King, man. And check out that show on Hulu, man, 112363. Uh, yeah, I think that's the name of it, 112663 or 112363. It's one of those, but check it out, James Franco. 
Uh, anywho, how'd I even get there? How'd I even get there, guys? Um, I wanted people to give me a call or, you know, send me messages or whatever and let me know, you know, what y'all wanted me to talk about on the show. And uh, some people chimed in. Uh, my homegirl, Selena, asked, can men be monogamous? Um, you know, typical female question, you know, can't do all men cheat. Women love to ask this question on any type of talk show or whatever when they open up the floor to questions. Uh, yes, men can be monogamous. Uh, yes, they can. I believe so. Uh, do a lot of men choose to do it? No, uh, they fail, but it can be done. Um, I know a couple guys that, you know, can be monogamous, man. Here's what I noticed, though. Here's what I noticed. Like, I will admit that it's easy. I, I think it's easier for a woman to be monogamous than a man. Let's put that out there. And I just feel like, you know, um, if you get like, if you want a higher chance of monogamy from a man, you're probably going to have to get a dude that's a little socially awkward, maybe shy, maybe quiet. And he has a better chance of not cheating on you. I mean, just being just being straight up. Like, if you want a charming, handsome, you know, charming ass, you know, he's working the room, he's lighting everybody up. If that's what you're going for. There's there's a higher chance of cheating to go on, man. Either due to him just being treacherous, or even if he's a semi decent dude, you know, women are gonna want him, and you know he's gonna be like, yeah, no, no, I got a girl, you know, I got a girl. Well, you, what? Oh, damn. Well, oh shit, what have I done? You know what I'm saying? Get you a socially awkward dude. That dude at the club that's, you know, dancing and, you know, charming. You know what I'm saying? He's charming to everybody. You know? So, you know, everybody wants that person that everybody wants. And so with that comes, you know, chance of cheating. And that's no excuse, but that's just the pattern. I'm not saying, that, you know, that's the acceptable excuse, but that's just the pattern that I notice. Like get you a socially awkward, you know, butterfly and then you got a better chance of getting that monogamy full turn. But, you know, but there are some charming, good-looking people that are monogamous, too. I'm just saying the patterns persist, like, you know. And I'm not saying the socially awkward, weird-looking dude is not going to cheat either. You know what I'm saying? He going to cheat as well. But I'm just patterns show, you know. And women cheat, too. Let's, let's, put, that out. let's put that out there. Women cheat too. I've been on the other side of the cheating woman, man. I know y'all, y'all treacherous out here as well, man. Let's stop putting it all on men. But I do feel that men can be monogamous for sure, for sure. Uh, What's another question I had? I should have consolidated all of these questions into one uh, area, but I did. But you know what y'all gonna what y'all gonna do? What y'all y'all came with me? Well, y'all can stop listening. That'll hurt me. But uh. Another question somebody asked me was, uh, oh, shoot, did I save it? It was a good question, too. It was like, how do how do you like being called? Um, do you like being called African-American? Because, you know, um, there's no 
Dang, I, I guess I didn't save the question. Somebody asked me, do you think uh, you guys should be called African-American uh, in America, like with no real African connection? Pretty much saying that. like, And I get that. I, get, I feel like I haven't earned my African title in African-American. You know, I, I only went to Africa once, and that was Seychelles, an island off the east coast of Africa. Um, but I feel like I haven't earned my African label, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, Africa's the place is here and now. Like, it, it's now. You know, I get our – if you want to get technical with it, everyone's come from Africa. That's, that's where, you know, mankind debuted was in Africa. So essentially we're all Africans, you know, because that's what it, it all goes back to that. So it's like, you know, I'm just a black dude, I guess, you know, just a just a black American or whatever. You know, I don't know. Like, you know, but I definitely feel like, you know, if 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 an African that was like fresh from Africa immigrated here. That's an African-American. Like, they came, they signed the papers, you know what I'm saying? Or even a kid with Nigerian parents, fresh from Nigeria, then they had their, their first baby here. They still got that African connection. That's African-American right there. But, like, I feel like, you know, my my parents weren't from Africa. My grandparents weren't from Africa. My great-grandparents weren't from Africa. So I'm just like, damn, man, I, I kind of lose the, the title right here. I, I feel like I haven't earned it. You know, so that's how I feel on that, man. I thought that was a cool question, though. Like, how do y'all feel about it? Like, you know, chime in, man. Let me know, you know, what y'all want me to talk about on the podcast. Let me know on my Instagram at Tony Baker Comedy. Let me know on my Facebook, Comedian Tony Baker. Let me know what y'all want me to talk about on the podcast. We'll get it cracking. Also, let me know on my Snapchat uh, at Tony Baker Comedy, man. Let me know what y'all want me to talk about. Hopefully, next time, I'll write the questions down so I'm better prepared. That's the beauty of this show, man. It's all random. It's all random. I'll screw up and just sit here right in your face with the screw up. What y'all gonna do? What y'all gonna do? But I can't I can't find the rest of the, the shoot, the other questions, man. Damn it. It's all my fault, guys. I'm sorry, man. I am so sorry. Damn it. The questions, man. I can't even, I don't even remember how far back to go. Because the people ask me some good shit, too. Oh, wait, hold on. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, oh, somebody asked me about uh, where do I stand on the whole Apple versus the government thing going on right now over privacy. Um, I have heard of it. Uh, the government wanted Apple to allow them access to the cell phone um, text messages of the people that shot up Bakersfield, California. And uh, Apple was like, nah, nah, we're not, uh, we not giving you that young access, man, you know, because um, they feel like, okay, if we let you in for this, you know, then that's going to that's gonna start, you know, a pattern for they, they can come to us at any time. Like, yo, let us get up in this cell. Hey, let us get up in that cell phone. Hey, let us get up in this cell phone as well. And then pretty soon they in all our business 24-7, man. I don't want the government seeing my dick pics, man. I mean, they can if they want to. You know, I'm not ashamed. But, you know, I don't want the government all up in my dick pics, man. You seeing me smooth talking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they be like, Tony Baker got that smooth. He's smooth over here, man. Look at his dick. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want all that, man. So I definitely feel Apple. I don't know why Apple's really doing it. Are they really thinking about, 
you know, people's privacy or is this something in their best interest? Like, I don't, I don't know what their real, uh, what their real motive is to deny the government that. Are they making a bigger stand against, you know, government intrusion or are they just like, nah, you know, or is it about their bottom line? That's what I want to know. Uh, but yeah, I think that was kind of cool though. They were like, nah, you can't. Moving on. Um, Let's see. Is this another question? And, uh, nah, that's not a question. Um, shoot. Oh, wait, here's one. Hold on. Oh, no, that ain't no question. Sorry, y'all, man. Uh, I can't find the questions. I'll consolidate them and then bring them back to you next time on Verbal Cardio. And uh, I'll try to do, like, at least a question or two every episode. You know me, though. I'm a loose cannon. I'm random. You know, who knows what I'm going to do next on, on Verbal Cardio. But I will be running my mouth. That's the guarantee. That's the guarantee. But uh, on this one, man, we was pretty much what? Stephen King the whole time, man. Let me tell you something, man. I can talk about movies and music all goddamn day, man. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on movies and music. And somebody somebody asked me, uh, why don't you review old classic movies? Like old movies, like classic movies and like, you know, old classic albums. I was like, okay, okay, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that too. So every now and then I'll do like a classic movie and just, you know, talk about it. You know, give my take on it, my perspective. And hopefully y'all have seen it. But it's always somebody who hasn't seen something. Like, my boy Doughboy hasn't seen The Lion King. This dude is my age, ain't seen The Lion King. Doughboy, man, he he swears he's in his 20s, man. He's like a year under me, always calling me old. Like, no, nigga, I embrace my age and where I'm at. I'm not trying to be 22 like you, okay? Uh, <laughs> shout out to Doughboy, man. Doughboy's a ball hog, though. Like, you won't let nobody talk, man. Yeah, You got to always be talking. Shout out to Doe, man. But listen, man, it's been another episode of Verbal Cardio, man. But for real, though, hit me up on Instagram, Tony Baker Comedy, on Twitter, Tony Baker Comedy. Not Twitter so much because I, I don't check my Twitter all the time, so I might miss a lot of things. But uh, Comedian Tony Baker on my Facebook, Comedian Tony Baker and uh, Tony Baker Comedy on Snapchat. Hit me up. Let me know what you think of the show. Let me know what you want to talk about. Chime in on your favorite Stephen King movies, too. Let me know what you, what you liked on the Stephen King tip. Uh, Shawshank Redemption is just the cream of the crop for this guy, man. Amazing movie, man. Amazing story. Um, but let me know what Stephen King joints you liked. And uh, let's get it going, man. I want y'all involved in the podcast as well, man. Let's do this, man. I'm feeling good. Got my water. Mm. Oh, man. Water's the best. Anyway, and I'll be back again, man. You, you never know when a session of verbal cardio is going to pop up. Because they say you should do cardio at least three times a week. <laughs> you might get three podcasts a week. <laughs> Who knows? I'm trying to get that six-pack on the podcast tip. This is Tony Baker, Verbal Cardio.